It's the Rams house powered by guys in shorts. Whose house? Rams house. We're back. We are back again. Oh yes. My gosh, it was a long, brutally long off season. Way too long. Yeah. Yeah, especially after uh, that uh, that finish to the last, the end of last year's season. Oh, you uh, mean that neutrosis, uh, that Super Bowl loss. Uh, that... we'll, we'll talk about that uh. in a minute. But uh, we are back, ready for some Rams football. Another season with Sean McVay, Jared Goff, Todd Gurley, Aaron Donald, and the rest of the gang. Ah, oh, they're back. Could yes. not be more excited. We'll be talking about the off-season moves. Who left? Who stayed? Who we've added? Uh, Goff signed a shiny new contract. And that who we'll got paid? Discuss yeah. absolutely. We'll give our schedule predictions. We'll go through this year's schedule and uh, talk about what the the mob squad has to face ahead. Jeff, and stop right there. Yes. Uh, you got the Rams going 16-0. and 0. Oh, you know I do. <laughs> you know I do. Win all across the board. You're if so predictable. Any, there's any losses, they're coming from you, my friend. <laughs> as well as uh, maybe some bold predictions for the season. And uh, yeah. Sounds like a good little preseason show. Sounds good to me. I'm Jeff Wilson, and joined, as always, by Rams fan number one, Mr. Darren Basa. Glad to be here. Yeah, it's good Third to be back. Third season doing this. I love doing the show. Oh, me too. Talking me some too. Rams. I mean, we, I know we don't really get to talk about it too much on the, the main flagship show. Yeah. But uh, since this show is just dedicated to the Rams, to those Rams fans out there. Absolutely. I love it. No, it, it is it is great, and and uh, I think this is shaping up to be another fun season. Oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It's, it's I'm looking forward to it. It's uh, well, so let's let's start with this. Where when last we spoke, mm-hmm. the Rams had uh, just lost in the Super Bowl. Ugh. Now we have some, obviously it it hurt, it stung, but now we have some separation from that. How how are you feeling? How how do you look at the team? How did you recover? From the loss, where are you at right now? You know what? I'm not going to say that. Um, I, I well, I can say that it took a while for me to digest that loss, and I know the Patriots, Bill Belichick, Tom Brady. They are a very good football team, and it's not that we lost; it's how we lost. Because yeah. the Rams during the regular season, they they averaged what 33 points a game yeah and for the rams to only put up a puny three points in that super bowl loss yeah it it took a long time for me to to digest and you know very rarely do you see teams go into the super bowl back to back i want to say since the beginning of super bowl since super bowl one there's probably been around 10 or 11 teams that done it so to make it back into the Super Bowl, unless you're uh, the New England Patriots, it's hard to do. Sure, absolutely. But you know what? The, these these are the Rams. They're they're headed by a great coach. They're headed by a great defensive coordinator. They got some good talent on the team. They've had some good talent come out of the draft this season. It might be possible. I'm not saying yeah. it's impossible. It could be possible. Absolutely. Despite what Vegas will tell you, I, I feel like this team is still on the upswing. The window's still wide open for uh, for more good things to come, and uh, that, that loss did hurt. Yeah, you know, 
Do you think there's there's such a thing as over preparation? I mean, when you when you were in grade school, you had to study for that test. Sure. Have you ever been over prepared to the point where you kind of second guess? Absolutely. Your yep. answers. Yep. You know, no, you're you're totally right. There is over preparation, and I remember there was. <laughs> so full disclosure, I I, I maybe had a. Uh, you know, a little acting phase where I oh. did a few uh, did a few uh, theater productions. You and, did, and yeah. Whatnot. Yeah, and you play a great dead body, by the way. Oh yeah, Dead Body of the Week <laughs> on NCIS. That's my claim to fame. Yeah, I won't tell you what episode, but uh, yeah, it's kind of a big deal. Anyway, uh, the uh, one of the things that I had heard that always stuck with me was, you know, you got to learn your lines and and do your, you know. And, and memorize everything, yeah. right? And and whenever you do that, it kind of has a tendency to become mechanical and takes the heart out of it. And and so it's one of those things where you need to, it's memorize your lines and then forget them. Yeah. Because you need to, you need to know everything. You need to prepare enough to where you're ready for anything. But then you need to, but on the day, you need to just forget all that and just do it. Yes. You know, not get caught up, not let your mind get caught up in stuff. And Why do you ask that? Well, you know, you, you kind of think about that Super Bowl run. Um, and McVay had a good two weeks or so of planning for the New England Patriots. And and again, Bill Pelichick, he's, he's a great sure. uh, coach. And when you get two weeks to prepare, and as Sean McVay did, he was watching film. Film, film, to the point where it could be, what, six, seven hours a day for two weeks straight. And you kind of get to the point where you're just second-guessing yourself. You kind of deviate from the plan that got you to the Super Bowl yeah, only to be outwitted and outcoached by Bill Belichick, which, you know, honestly is a good thing. It's Bill Belichick. But knowing that if he maybe stuck to his guns— there could have been a better chance for the Rams to uh, yeah. come out as a winner. Hey, you know what, though? I feel like the game gets kind of a bum rap because it was the game was played on defense. Mm-hmm. You know, both defenses were great. We held them to, what, 12? Uh, yeah. No, uh, um, 16. 16. But it, it was a close game. It was a very close game. The, in, the entire time. It's a game that you want to forget, so if I got the, the score wrong, yeah. yeah the, <laughs> the unfortunate thing is it wasn't the Monday night football game against Kansas City where it was a shootout. Exactly. Much more entertaining game. Yeah. Everybody wants to see that in the Super Bowl. But because this was a low-scoring game and you know these defenses weren't allowing a lot, it, it kind of got a bum rap as you know being boring. Yeah. So, uh, but you know what? That is in the past. It's in the rear view mirror. I'm, I am, uh, I like to look ahead. Oh, so we need to. You are so optimistic. Absolutely. We need to look at our revenge this season. Oh, yes. As we enter the 2019 football season. Uh, how has the team changed? Darren, we lost some players. Yeah. Who did we lose? Well, you know what? Uh, you know, every season, off season, teams are gonna go ahead and change. the 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 Rams changed from the 2018 season, 2019 season for the better. Hopefully, that is the same case for the 2019 Rams to the 2020 Rams. But you know, teams are not going to be the same. We have some contracts we need to go ahead and pay out. We have some players that were franchise tagged, and they 
didn't put up those numbers that they needed, so we got rid of them. So we did make some changes. So who did we lose? Well, we lost quarterback, or actually our backup quarterback, Sean Mannion, which honestly... Where did he go? I have no idea. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. I think he actually ended up with the Minnesota Vikings. Yeah. Um, Sean Mannion, honestly, during the preseason last year, he didn't look very good. Yeah. And it was a situation that during the season, if Jared Goff got injured and we're on our way to the playoffs and to the Super Bowl, if Sean Mannion had to go ahead and take over, yeah, it would not we're, have been a good thing. Right. Yeah. Little, little week there. Yes, yes. Some other uh, notable changes uh, on the team includes a uh, running back CJ Anderson. We all know him yes. coming into the uh, Rams organization later on in the in the season. Kind of took over for Todd Gurley when he got injured. He was kind of that bowling ball that uh, got through defenses. Oh yeah. He was hard to bring to the he ground. Was solid for he the was, last few weeks. Yeah, he was solid. He did a great job of doing what he had to do uh, for taking over Todd Gurley. Um he was really that guy who would just get us to the Super Bowl, and that was about it. Uh, the Rams have kind of moved past from him, so uh, he is no longer with the team. Um, and I think uh, he's with uh, the Lions nowadays. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so C.J. Anderson is gone. Uh, we did lose uh, on the defensive side, uh, Indom Kunsu. He, uh, you know, he was That's right rough. up against uh, Aaron Donald. Yeah, uh, Kind of assisted Aaron Donald in getting all those tackles uh, and great sacks. one-two punch. It, it was, we'll it that. was. And it's definitely, he's a player that uh, I'm really going to go ahead and miss. Um, I think he could have brought more to the team during the regular season. I, he he was that player who did better as, as the season went on. But unfortunately, we all knew from the beginning that he was going to be that one-year rental. Yeah. So uh, he is also uh, no longer with the team. And I think the biggest, in my opinion, um, person that the Rams lost was uh, Roger Saffold yeah. on our O-line. Yeah. He was the longest, longest tenured Rams uh, for quite some time. And we needed that veteran experience. We needed somebody like that to teach our young rookies what it is like to protect Jared Goff. And he is a player that, uh, unfortunately, um, I, I and probably a lot of you fans are, are going to go ahead and miss. But yeah. uh, he's uh, now playing with the Tennessee Titans. He'll be probably one of the better um, players on the O-line throughout the entire season for them. So uh, good luck yeah. to uh, Mr. Saffold. Yeah. Best of luck. He will be missed. Yes. Let's talk about who we added. Uh, you said we lost Sean Mannion, but I feel like we upgraded yeah. with the addition of Blake Bortles. We got Blake Bortles as our backup as quarterback. Backup. Yeah. That's which, pretty good. Which, surprisingly, we got him on the cheap end, ladies and gentlemen. We we only paid a million dollars for him. Wow. That's for, it? For a quarterback who's had a, a playoff win. Yeah. So you, you don't get that very often. Yeah, on Jacksonville. Yeah. Which I feel like this is, you know, an upgrade from Jacksonville for him. If Goff goes down, knock on wood, he's not going to go down. But should he go down, you got a competent backup in Blake Bortles. Yeah, yeah. And it's definitely a quarterback that, uh, as I said earlier, if Jared Goff did go down, I didn't really, I wasn't really confident in Sean Mannion. But with Blake Bortles, I, I kind of saw what Blake Bortles did in the preseason. He didn't look terrible, although he didn't get many 
starts as we, as we have normally seen some of the other teams do. But uh, he he's he's definitely a a better upgrade than uh, Sean Mannion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, probably the biggest name we added in the offseason. Uh, you know him from the State Farm commercials with Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Clay Matthews. Clay Matthews, yeah. You know, it, it's been a, f- a few years now that I've, I've said it on this show that the Rams just needed that um, pass rusher. Mm-hmm. And and he brings that really to this team. He really does. And I, I, I keep my fingers crossed. Hoping that he still has some left in the tank. I'm going to be honest. He he's not the the youngest it's person. No spring out. chicken. No, he's not. Yeah. But uh, you know what? Uh, if he does still have some left in the tank, uh, you know you could probably see him, um, really helping out the team. You could really see him helping out, especially Aaron Donald. Yeah. I mean, if Aaron Donald is going to get double teamed all the time, he's going to be taking some of that pressure away, such as Indomitian Sue. So hopefully, you know, he gets just as many sacks as what Aaron Donald is going to go ahead and bring to yeah. the Rams uh, this season. He strikes me as a guy that leaves everything on the field. Uh, and, uh, you know, he's not hes not somebody that, I mean, nothing against Sue. I liked Sue, but, you know, he, like you said, he, he wasn't, it, it felt like he wasn't given everything. He wasn't given everything. Yeah, and, and especially during the beginning of the season last year, I really was hoping that he was going to go ahead and step it up. Unfortunately, that it was not the case. But yeah. we kind of knew from the beginning that he's a year rental. Yeah. The year was done. Off with, he goes. With Clay Matthews, I feel like whatever he's got left in the tank, he's going to leave it out there on the field. Yeah, yeah. And I like that. Yeah, I think he has come to play. He's come back to uh, the Coliseum, at least for this year. And, uh yeah. I would yeah. love to see him get a get a hold of uh, all these quarterbacks and uh, you know give them a rough time. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Any other additions you're excited about? Uh, Eric Weddle. Uh, he's another addition yes. to this team. Uh, you know, Lamarcus Joyner uh, last year as our, as our safety. He he didn't quite produce as much as as much as actually we were paying him. So um, Eric comes on to this team. Uh, hopefully he not only takes over, but he takes over and does much more better than what uh, LaMarcus Joyner has done. So, uh, you know, those three additions, uh, I'm really looking forward, especially with uh, Clay and especially with Eric. I know we're not going to see a lot of Blake on the field, as you said, knock on wood. Yeah. Jared Goff is our quarterback. But uh, this this team uh, is looking positive. They're going in the right direction. And the additions that this team has had, including all the additions that this team has had during um, – uh, the draft, I, I think it's going to be a solid team. It looks I good. I love it. Yes. Love hearing that. Uh, you mentioned the draft. Any uh, any thoughts on uh, how we did in the draft? Um, you know, I, I thought uh, we did fairly well. If you, if you look at our eight draft picks, seven of those draft picks made the 53-man roster. That's great. So, you know, you're, you're looking at the confidence level that uh, Les Snead has. You're looking at the confidence level that uh, Sean McVay has in getting this draft class organized and prepped and practiced and off into these preseason games. They're, they're actually making the 53-man roster. So um, as far as for who I'm excited for, our running back, uh, Daryl Henderson, yep. he, he actually kind of reminds me of a younger version of C.J. Anderson. Great. Yeah, you know, C.J. Anderson, as I said, he's that bowling ball, and 
Daryl Henderson, he he's that same type of guy. When he gets tackled, he's not going to go down right away. He's a, he's a heavier set guy. He has some strong legs, and once you try to get him down, he's going to probably take a good five, six yards or so before oh, he touches the ground. So that's just guys. added bonus for the Rams all around. Um, safety Taylor Rapp has also uh, joined the teams. Uh, joined the team. We had a third round pack uh, pick uh, David Long, Bobby Evans. And uh, safety, uh, Nick Scott. So, as I said, seven of these draft picks are currently with the Rams. The eighth player that they picked is on our practice squad. So, um, okay, yeah, props up to uh, the the draft class and uh, how uh, Les Snead and uh, Sean McVay organizing all that. So, it's not technically an addition to the team, but we also get Cooper Cup back. Ah, oh, which is huge. That is that is huge. Yeah, we. Dearly missed Cooper Cup last yeah. season. I thought there were plenty of games, especially in the playoffs, especially in the Super Bowl, that Cooper Cup, he's that type of guy who he runs these precision routes. He knows where he needs to be, and he has great hands. And when, you, when you're missing that, it, it, it really doesn't help the team. And the fact that he is back this season makes me even more excited to watch the Rams in 2019. Yes. Oh, I'm excited for what he's going to bring. Absolutely. And hopefully we see him all season long. Bo show. Bo show. Oh, I agree. Let me ask you this. Uh, so I, everything sounds like the team is poised in a better position than we were even last season, going into last season. Why, if you look at the Vegas odds and the power rankings, everyone seems a little more down on the Rams. Why do you think that is? Is that because we have a target on our back now? Why is that? Well, you know, there, there's more film out there. Yeah. You know, teams are teams are doing the homework. When we saw last season, it was only Sean McVay's second year. And they are doing their homework. As we have seen, um, you know, all season long, is that they, they are trying to adapt to what this Rams team has done why they all of a sudden have had this success once, I'm going to say the F word, once Fisher Ugh. left the team. Yeah, I, I said it. dare you. But, uh, you know, there, there's, there's more film out there. They're studying him. Coaches want to be like him. He, yeah. he, he's young enough to, you know, take the time. He has that knowledge of all these great past coaches that he has worked under. Mm-hmm. But, uh, uh, you know what? I still think that overall, I know they probably don't have the Rams ranking first overall. They probably don't have them winning the Super Bowl. But for right now, you want the Rams to go ahead and beat the division. They're going to beat the division. They're going to be in the playoffs. And from that point in the time, McVay will do McVay and take over this team. I I agree. I think that's a lot of the reason that... that People seem to be down on them and, and maybe maybe thinking that Belichick found our uh, hole and, and can exploit us and now other teams will do the same thing. But you know what? McVeigh has shown time and time again, the guy adapts. Yeah. He learns from every loss. He learns more from a loss than he does a win. And uh, I think what he's going to put on the field this season is going to be just as special, if not even more so than last season. Yeah. And McVeigh, and, you know, he's, a, he's the type of guy who... Uh, and we all we all that saying you know keep your friends close and keep your enemies closer. 
you know, there there are reports from um, um, Sean McVay and uh, Bill Belichick. Like after every single game, they would talk to each other on the phone and talk about their game, even when they didn't play each other. Wow. I mean, they're checking up on on each other. I know Ben, who we have on the show every now and then, he calls McVay Baby Belichick. Baby Belichick. Yeah. Yep, for sure. So he has that potential in the making. This is only the second year of Sean McVay. What's going to happen in the third year? You know what? A 13-3 and record, it's hard to duplicate. It is very yeah. hard to duplicate a 13-3 and record. That's so, why he's um, going to go 16-0, and because you can't duplicate 13. Well, you are Mr. Rainbows and Butterflies, so 16-0 and according to you. That's right. <laughs> Uh, another thing we should mention is uh, we pretty much have our quarterback locked in for the uh, near future. Yes, Jared yes. Goff. He got a nice big fat contract. Highest paid quarterback ever, Ooh. which is pretty much the going rate. We actually spent a good chunk of time on the Guys in Shorts show talking about Jared Goff, and we thought rather than... Uh, rehash it on this show. We would play you guys a clip from the Guys in Short show, and you can kind of get. We have a Raider fan on that show, and and he course gives a, a different take than we do, which <laughs> is sometimes a little rainbows and butterflies. But uh, yeah, so so let's play that clip and uh, talk about Jared Goff. Uh, big news that just happened: Jared Goff signed an extension. Making him what? What was the extension, Darren? You're the resident Rams expert. Well, guys, we have Jared Goff now until the 2024 season, oh. worth $134 million. That's a lot of $110 million guaranteed, guys. Wow. wow. Yes. That's a lot, a lot guaranteed for, for football. That is a lot. And right now, with that in mind, you kind of have to say this. Jared Goff now becomes Sean McVay's quarterback. Well, yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> without without a doubt, yeah. Sean McVay. I hope so. Sean McVay in. didn't draft him. That was all done by Les Snead right. and uh, Jeff Fisher. But you know, he's had his How confidence. Dare you say? His yeah, name. I know the F word. I said the F word. <laughs> but yeah, Jared Goff becomes uh, his quarterback, and um, that's that's a big contract, guys. Yeah. I so mean, before I shit on it. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to of hear. Course, of course, I, I would you like will. to hear how you guys feel yeah, about it. Wh- Darren, you start this off. How do you feel about it? Um, I'm not sure what to think. You know what? I'll tell you what to think. <laughs> I think yeah, you can you all will. sense where you're going with that. <laughs> um, you know, I like this contract. I mean, not necessarily the the whole guaranteed money portion of it, but Jared Goff, he's he's been that quarterback that has been making this progress since the 2016 season. And I understand that 2016 season was a blip on the radar. Whether that be Jared Goff or whether that be Jeff Fisher. He said it again. Yes, I know. I said it again. I like it. Those seven games were atrocious. Right. But come the next season, you kind of have to figure to yourself, he's making a comeback. This is Jared Goff. This is under Sean McVay's system. The 2018 season comes along, and Jared Goff becomes at least a top 10 quarterback in this league. Yeah. So he's been making leaps and bounds under Sean McVay's system. Oh, wow. So yeah, I mean, I, I like I like this contract. He is the franchise quarterback for the Rams. Wow. All right. Well, I'm glad to hear you're happy yeah. about it, Ben. Well, actually, why, why don't, is this? Why terrible? don't you do me? And let's see how close you get. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Puff up my chest. <laughs> There's no way that you should pay a player that much money. 
Are you rocky? Players are not. <laughs> yeah, that, I don't, yeah. <laughs> that sounds. Not, it's how I. It's my visual yeah. interpretation. Oh, okay. Uh, then, in yes. My head. then yes. Then like yes, the I filter, get it. The Ben filter. Uh, that, that's how. It, yes. No, you're, you're going to say something about how uh, players shouldn't make that much money. It's going to handcuff the team for the next ten years because not only the years that we have him, but it's going to set us behind uh, for the years after that. Um, what else? What else do we get for high played players? He's uh, he's too old. Well, no, he's no, probably he's not. No, Twenty four. Yeah, okay. So he's yeah. he's not too old yet. Um, what else are you going to complain about? Uh, he's kind of goofy looking. <laughs> I'll give you that. Yeah. yeah. He can take a hit, though. Am I close? <laughs> Not as close as you think. Okay. Ooh. So oh, wow. I, I kind of look at it two different ways. And the, the first way that you can look at it is this was the Rams kind of doing a, uh, a Mike Trout type of deal, which is, hey, the fans have fallen in love with them. A lot of golf jerseys have been sold. You know, we're afraid that if we, you know, leave it up to next season that, you know, he potentially could go somewhere else. But I, I don't I don't necessarily look at it that way. Of course, I agree with you. I don't like the money, the guaranteed money, because, you know, injuries can happen. There's, yeah. there's a whole lot that can happen in that duration of time that, that could hamstring your organization. But what it tells me is that the Rams who see him in practice every day, they know how mentally, how he, how he uh, is able to absorb the, the playbook, how he gets along with Sean McVay, it tells me that they like what they see and that they were willing to enter into this negotiation and contract with him ahead of time because they could have waited. They could have waited that year, yeah. And uh, they feel that at 24 years old, that when you lock somebody in like this for five seasons, that, that, that they've got an offensive line in front of them that's going to protect him so that he doesn't go Andrew Luck on you. And that they feel that over the next five years, with like you mentioned, Darren, the growth that he's done in the last two and a half years, mm-hmm. that this is going to be the guy. And I'll tell you what, Goff, he can throw the damn football. Um, I love hearing that. Let's talk, the about, let's talk more about that, Ben. He can. He, the guy can zip balls. He can, he can throw in tight windows. He is a young quarterback who makes mistakes, but young quarterbacks make mistakes. Yes. Yes. Um, so... He's gonna get I'm better. not gonna. I'm not gonna argue that the Rams shouldn't have invested in him. What I don't like is that they've put him at the upper echelon of players. You know, as far as salaries are concerned, this young in his career. So, it actually can have a negative impact. It actually now he can come out this this season, and try too hard, and you know, sort of sort of take a step back. I I think it would have been more prudent to maybe sign him to a shorter deal, for less money, and then you know, in two years, then. You know, maybe pay him more money, but but that's the going rate for a quarterback. The going rate for a quarterback is making them the highest paid quarterback in the league. But I don't think if you don't do that, I don't think that he is in that. I mean, you mentioned you know what he was in the top ten. Yeah, right. He's not the top one or two quarterbacks. I don't think you're supposed to pay him that way. Yeah, but that's not how it works. Yeah, I agree. Like if if we were talking how it should be. Then, then you're totally right. But I mean, you, Joe Flacco became was the highest paid quarterback at one time. Never was he the best quarterback in a league. Joe Flacco had just won a Super Bowl. Yeah, but he wasn't the best quarterback in the league. <laughs> I mean, Goff played it to the Super Bowl, but he didn't Mason, win it. Peyton Manning won a Super Bowl as quarterback, and he was barely able to walk onto the field. I think that's too much too soon. And so I don't, I don't hate the move because I do think that he's going to offer you. I mean, a quarterback in the NFL is worth 
five Mike Trouts on the Angels. I mean, that's yeah. that's how important the quarterback yeah. is. Sure. So I don't object to paying him a large salary. I, I object to it being considered the highest, you know, gross. I think he's the highest paid quarterback in the NFL now at yes. this point. Yes. That's what I disagree with. I but, don't think but, they should have gone that high. But that's that's – Every quarterback that signs a new con- Dak Prescott's going to be the next highest paid quarterback. No, he won't. Not with Zeke signing. <laughs> <laughs> There's not enough money in, uh, in in Dallas Cowboy land. The Cowboys blew their wad. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't know if they blew their wad, but I mean, I I don't think that Dak. I think that Dak's going to get twenty to twenty five million, but I don't think that he's going to get. He's going to be the next guy paid the most money. If you're a if you're a top one or two pick, I mean, Wentz became was Wentz highest paid. Did Wentz become highest paid when they signed him? He was at one point in time. Yeah. You look at Wentz, and you look at uh, Kirk Cousins at one God. point in time, they were all both the highest paid quarterbacks. I mean, to, so so assuming it takes making your player the highest paid quarterback to yeah. get the deal done, do you, and that's the only way you get him. Either he leaves or you make him the highest paid quarterback. Those are the only two options. Like three years at five dollars and 55 cents or whatever it is you wanted to pay him like is it an <laughs> yeah. option yeah so what what do you do there so cheap so i uh, and i very much like the model that the um new england patriots have followed which is this is what we are willing to pay for a position mm-hmm. we are willing to pay you this much now you've got the option you can walk away and if you do we'll draft the next guy and if you really believe in mcveigh and you really believe in less need you they can bring in Another quarterback, and yeah. they can groom him. And when you've got Gurley in the backfield and, and you've got some of the weapons that you've got on the outside and the offensive line protecting for them, you can, you can actually create the next Dak Prescott. Dak is Dak because of who was around him. It was Zeke. It was the offensive line. It was Amari Cooper. They put weapons around him. So you don't necessarily need to get somebody as good as Goff to step into his place. You need to keep the pieces around him. Good and just and just make it to where as long as you don't make a mistake, we're going to win games. And if you continually do that, you know, and you do it at a high level, and McVeigh is who we who you think he is, then you could be the New England Patriots and just you know get the next guy, and you get the guy that buys into the fact that I'm not going to be the highest paid guy, but it's because I want everyone around me to get a little get a little share of that pie, and let's keep the best team for the longest period of time and and win every year. That's that's uh, that's the way I've always looked at yeah. it. And, and if you look, I think Colin Cowherd last season did a stat where it's like, here are your top five paid quarterbacks, and not one of them made the, the playoffs last year. Yeah, I think that's the big question is what, what was the last top played quarterback that won a Super Bowl after he got that contract? Yeah, good question. I don't have those numbers, but uh, – Because well, you, you, you can we'll talk all day long about, yeah. you know, how many yeah. – the, yeah, the thing that I don't like is exactly what Ben is saying. It's just the amount of years. Like, I mean, that's a – you're now – I mean, you got – Gurley, you've Gurley. got uh, um, on the defensive line, um, drawing a blank. Um, yeah, Darren can't remember Aaron his Donald. best player either. Thank you, Aaron <laughs> Donald. I thought you said O-line, sorry. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, yeah. you, I mean, we're, we're, who else is going to come to this team now? Anybody who wants to win. <laughs> you know what, Ben? You, you make, can say that all day long, but, I mean, people want to get paid. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Ben, you make that comparison with the Rams against the New England Patriots, but Belichick and Tom Brady—that's a proven system, right? Yeah, but now. I mean, Brady is not a top ten paid quarterback. I mean, Brady made what sixteen million last season. He was probably like the twentieth highest paid quarterback in the league. 
He's the second highest paid in his relationship with his wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Depending on how you, yeah. <laughs> but Belichick, on the other hand, in comparison to, to Sean McVay, it's only been two systems or two years under Sean McVay right now. I, I, and, I, and, I and what happens in you know, five years from now where your rookie draft classes are continually improving year after year? I, I, I do think if they had, say they, they didn't decide to go with Goff, it, that's a ballsy... It's a ballsy move because they've kind of proven some chemistry with him. We have a Rams team that is a wi- in a window here where yeah. the Super Bowl, you know, we're coming off a Super Bowl loss, but the Super Bowl is still, yeah. you know, a possibility oh, yeah. for possibly the next few years. Do you do you just go all in with what you got or do you, you know, try to, you know, find a quarterback in the other ways you get one? Trade for one, yeah. you know, try and draft one. I, you know, listen, I... I don't fault the Rams organization for trying to win now. Mm-hmm. But let me use the, the, the Golden State Warriors as kind of the example. The first year that they really came to prominence, not only were they five deep on starters, they had the best bench in the league. And then as each subsequent year passed and the next player, Clay got paid, Draymond got paid, uh, Curry got paid, now all of a sudden so much money is, is sort of at the top mm-hmm. that – it's no longer easy to fill that bench, right? And so mm-hmm. now kind of talking about the Rams, when you sign Aaron, you sign uh, all, Early, all the players yep. that you guys have signed for this high dollar amount of money, it isn't that you can't complete that first, the starters, right? You can still fill both offensive and defensive teams and, and maybe a couple of special teams positions. But now you're getting undrafted guys that are making 200000 500000 you know, 550000 a season, as your second string. So now in week three or week four, when you lose two starters to injury, that is now who's going to be coming in and, and the play is going to significantly decrease where in these past couple of seasons, one of the things that the Rams have been able to bolster is the fact that they've got guys that are able to come in and fill in for those guys that are getting hurt. And so that depth that you've relied on over these past few seasons, it's not going to be there. Yeah. And so, so what you pray for is that you stay healthy and if you do, you guys will be one of the best teams in the NFL this year. But the minute that people start getting hurt, you're not going to be able to backfill with guys that are that are equally as good. Well, that seems to have worked out all right for the Warriors. Well, let's knock on wood, guys. Yeah, knock not on gonna wood get, uh, for hurt sure. This season. Yes. So there you have it. Yeah. We got Jared Goff locked in. He's our quarterback. Whether you like it or not, we're stuck with him. I, I think it's, it's going to be proved to be a good move. He, he is the franchise quarterback for the yeah. Rams right now, at yeah. least until uh, 2024. Hey, if, he's, if, if he's top 10, you you got to pay you got to pay him. He's yeah. worth it if he's if he's in the top 10. Uh, quarterbacks are it's supply and demand. Yeah. There's just not many of them that are starting quarterbacks that could win a Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, and and even though this team uh, is as solid as it is, and yeah, you could get a weaker quarterback and and he'd probably do a serviceable job but we want to win a super bowl that's what we're here for yeah get the get the best guy you can and uh yeah i think i think it's the right move Mm -hmm. oh yes shall we talk about the rams schedule yeah let's uh let's go through this schedule darren and i'll give kind of our uh our way too early thoughts on it and uh yeah, we'll we'll see what we end up with on their record. <laughs> <laughs> well, 
no spoiler, but uh, for you, it's a win, 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 win. Oh, yeah, yeah. 16 this, of this those. This was the easiest thing in the world. <laughs> I didn't even look at who we were playing. I put the W's down first and then wrote in the team. Week one <laughs> so you did your homework. versus the Panthers. Yeah, Panthers. This is a win. Now, we have uh, uh, Cam Newton is healthy. Cam is he Newton is healthy. Uh, and you know that just you know, maybe, maybe a quick segue, but why... Why do we have preseason, and why oh. do you even start your quarterback in a preseason? Yeah, and and Cam Newton. Last I heard about him, he's going to be fine. He's going to be healthy for the game. But during week three, he got a little bit of an injury. Uh, you saw him walking in a boot after the game, and he took a day off or two. But you you always have that pressure on on coaches. I know you want to get your players ready. Let let your practice squad do that. Do that during yeah. scrimmages. Don't throw your top talented starters that you're paying millions of dollars yeah. into a preseason game that means absolutely nothing. Less than nothing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree and uh, love the way McVay handled our mm. preseason. Yeah. Minimal, if at all, we saw. Zero starters. Zero yeah. starters. And Love and that. that's and it's kind of been kind of coined the McVeigh way during the preseason. He didn't do that last season. And which, you know, kind of you kind of scratched your head. All these clubs are thinking, what are they thinking? Not to play any of your starters. This season, he does the exact same thing. And yet now some of the other teams, I want to say there are at least three other teams that also didn't even have one series the entire preseason playing a starter yeah don't risk it no i agree i don't even understand well, at, why there's preseason i mean you call it the mcveigh way you know you could technically call it the aaron donald way because you know it was uh, him by default that uh, you know with his holdout and everything yeah. and then yeah. he shows up and of course he's aaron donald yes he just does aaron donald things he doesn't need the prep there's no point in risking it just uh you know what? And, and even if you know, even if you need a, a game to to get ready, it's it's the Panthers. We can we can beat those yeah. guys. Leave that for training camp because you know during training camp you're playing your rookies, and every single rookie is gonna give it a hundred and ten percent. Why? Yeah. Because they want to be on the team. Sure. So they are gonna get your starters prepared for the big game. Yeah. Let it happen during the preseason because your rookies know that they're not supposed to touch the quarterback. They're not going to go ahead and rough them up. Even if it's your O-line, your D-line, let, let, let all that happen during, during training camp. No reason to risk it. All right. All right. Get off your soapbox. Okay. <laughs> Panthers, win or loss? That's a win. Yes. That is a Love win. Love it. Starting At strong. Carolina, it's still a win. Of course. All right. Week two in the revenge game oh. versus the Saints. Versus the Saints. At home, Coliseum. Yeah. My prediction, Jeff, it's going to be a loss. Yeah. Yeah. I, I have lost too. Really? Yeah. I do. So now they're going 15 and one. They're going, well, at least 15 <laughs> and one. Yeah. I have that one down as a loss. Uh, I think the Saints are fired up. They're pissed off. They're angry, as they should be, rightly so. You but, know what? The ball don't lie, but sometimes apparently officials maybe stretch the truth. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, Saints fans are pissed off. Yep. The Saints are pissed off. They will find 
any and every way to go ahead and win this game. Yeah. This game, week two, this is going to be a game to watch. Yeah. So absolutely. if you're out there, you need to watch this game. Yeah. This is going to be a great game. If the Rams, I'm going to do the, uh, you know, you know those books where you would choose your adventure. Yeah. Uh, so, so it would be like, you know, you pick which way, you know, what the character does. So if the Saints win this game, sixteen and zero. All right. All right. But if they lose this game, which I'm predicting, then we're going to go down that. We're going to continue going down that road. All right. <laughs> uh, week three versus the Browns. This is Cleveland. Yeah, they're much improved, but uh, this is still the Rams. Yeah. And that's a win. Not only that, they're the clean of Cleveland Browns, and they're going to you know, brown it like they do everything nowadays. <laughs> so <laughs> this is going to be a win for the Rams. Come on. Week four versus the Bucks. Yes. Tampa Bay, um, yeah, I have this also as a win. They're not – there's no reason to think that they've improved any. Um, yeah, and, yeah, you know, I, I'm on board win. with you on this one. Uh, this is also going to be a win for the Rams. Uh, we'll be seeing Ndamukong Su uh, in uh, Tampa Bay. So uh, hopefully, uh, you know, he doesn't get uh, his hands on uh, Jared Goff. So, yeah. uh, you know, don't beat him up too yeah. much if he does get Play to him. Play nice. Play nice. Yeah. It's only week four. Come we on. need him. <laughs> uh, and then week five, our first divisional game versus the Seahawks. What do you got? I got the Rams at Seattle with a win. Do you? Yeah. I actually have it as a loss. Oh, come on. Yeah. I gave it a loss. Uh, I think, you know, the Seahawks are there. We've, we've dominated them. Yes. Pretty much. And I feel like they're going to come into this game fired up. Um, You know, I, uh, I just think, I don't know. It's one of those where it's going to be a good game, Mm -hmm. but I think the Seahawks have improved. They, they look good. I think not that we're going to underestimate them, but I I think they're going to show us some stuff that we haven't seen before. And, uh, um, you know, for the for the for the last few seasons, the Rams have had Seattle's number, and I think the 2019 season, the Rams are still going to have their number. <laughs> I don't if care. Jeff Fisher can beat the Seahawks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if you're Pete Carroll chewing your gum or whatnot. I don't care if if Clowney is on defense, but the Rams got you in Seattle. Yeah, we got their number. Come on. Oh, I love it. I love it. I'm I'm still gonna I'm gonna stick with what I got. All right. Week six, another divisional game versus the 49ers. I got them as a win. Of course. That's yeah, there's a win. the 49ers. Absolutely. They're a mess. Absolutely. Garoppolo will be hurt by then. And yeah, we'll, we got that. Mm hmm. Week seven versus the Falcons. Well, I got this one as a loss. Do you? Yeah. I, I think Matt Ryan, he might have one of those years this year. He, yeah. He, he's a great quarterback. Do you uh, step it up? I think he's going to step it up, particularly for this game. I think, uh, well, when the Rams played him in 2017, didn't necessarily come out with a win. I'm going to go ahead and give this win to uh, the Falcons. I am giving this loss to the Falcons and this mm. win to the Rams. Okay. Uh, I think the Atlanta, they, I think by all accounts, they're looking good for this season, but yeah. they've never been really known as a defensive juggernaut and uh this is your trap game maybe 
What's that? Is there a trap game? Well, no, I just think, you know, you you got to you got to have a better defense on the field with. Okay. This is going to be an offensive shootout for sure. It, it Matt is. Ryan, Jared Goff, uh it's going to be a fun one. Yes. And we've seen what that ha- what happens in games like that. <coughs> Mahomes, Kansas City. <laughs> a great game by the way. We're coming oh. out on top. Yeah, all right. All right. I hope you're right then. Yes. Week 8 versus the Bengals. Do we even need to uh ask that's a win. That's a win. Yeah, for it, sure. It's a win in Coliseum, but more so this is a win in London because this is our uh, international game, as we have done now for the last three years. I believe this is our last one, though, because uh, next year, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, we got our stadium. That's so. the London game, is the Bengals. The Bengals is the London game, yep. Sorry for London. Yeah, we'll be celebrating with, uh, what, bangers and mash, whatever they eat out there. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it should be it should be a, a high scoring game for us. Yeah, Bengals. Yeah, well, good. Uh, week nine is our bye. I'm putting that down as a win, ah. so we're gonna go seventeen and zero. Uh, week ten versus the Steelers. Is that home or away? The Steelers is an away game. Oh, okay. So uh, we'll be out in Pittsburgh. Okay. My prediction on this one: the Rams are gonna take a loss. Really? Yeah. And even the, after the bye. Even after the bye, especially after the bye. Because the Rams, when they take their bye, they're not particularly very well. Maybe they do a lot of celebrating for that week off huh. or whatnot. But uh, it's been a struggle for the Rams right after the bye. I think by the third week last year, uh, they got their two losses uh, right after the bye. So uh, I hope they don't continue that trend. But for this game, it's in Pittsburgh. I, I'll, I'm going to jot this down as a loss. I think the Steelers are going to take a step back this season. No Antonio Brown. I think uh, that um, coming off the bye, the extra week of rest and preparation, that is going to be a win. Oh, my gosh. Look and at this. This that, is a change yeah, of. That takes us to uh, week 11 versus the Bears. Mm. Bears are looking good this season. Yes, yes. Yeah. I, I kind of flip-flopped back and forth on this one. I initially had the Bears down as a win, but I uh, hate to say it, but uh, I think uh, the Rams are going to go ahead and lose this one. Really? Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, the Bears, uh, they have a pretty solid defense. And uh, with the newcomers on our O-line, I think uh, they might cause a little bit of a havoc for them and uh, maybe uh, penetrate and get through to uh, Jared Goff. Really hope that doesn't necessarily happen, but... Uh, Unfortunately, I put this one down as a loss. I think the Bears caught a lot of teams off guard last season, and uh, I think they're going to have uh, they're not going to have that benefit this season. And their coach is not nearly the coach McVeigh is, and so uh, I think they're going to underperform versus what people are expecting out of them. I got this as a win. Oh, good for you! Absolutely. I hope you're right. Yeah. <laughs> Week 12 versus the Ravens. I got this one as a win. Do you? Yeah. We've had two games where, according to my records, that they're going to be losing back-to-back. They get on track. They they set their differences aside. They step it up, and they come back as a win. Okay. I have it the exact opposite ah, for the exact reason. Of course you do. <laughs> this is going to be a loss. Two tough games. Back-to-back, big wins, and uh, they're due to maybe get caught off guard by uh, 
Uh, who's that quarterback in Baltimore now? Lamar Jackson. Yeah. Um, I, you know, he's by all reports, uh, you know, going to be the real deal. Supposedly for them. decent. Yeah. Allegedly. Supposedly. Yeah. So we'll see how that goes. But the uh, obviously way too early reports. I'm gonna I'm gonna give this one to the Ravens. You know, they need something. I'll boo for you. Yeah. Week 13, the first time we see the Arizona Cardinals. Come Another on. division game. That is uh first time we get to see Kyler Murray. Yeah. Yeah. And um, we all know what Arizona did last season. I mean, yeah, we they do. were spit last. Pretty much. So uh, <clears throat> I got this one as a win. Yeah. There's no reason no to think otherwise. No brainer on this one for me. Absolutely. That's a big W. You need more than uh, Kyler Murray to fix your team. Week 14, another division game versus the Seahawks. Yes. Are we sweeping them? Uh, according to me, yeah. Pete Carroll comes over to uh, the Coliseum again, chewing his gum, and he will lose again. Oh yes, at the Coliseum. I Rams are taking a win on this one. I hope you're right on the sweep, uh, but I do have the win on this one. I think they'll split the the season, but uh, yeah, this one's going to be a win in Week 14 at home. Mm-hmm. Week 15 versus. The Dallas Cowboys. Yes, yes. A.K.A. America's team, whatever that is. Ezekiel Elliott versus Todd Gurley. Yeah, Number one and two highest paid uh, running backs now in the league. That's right. Well, I got uh, Rams losing this one. Do you? Yeah. (laughs) Versus the Cowboys? Versus the Cowboys, just because we are now at at Cowboys Stadium and uh, in Arlington. Yeah, I'm going to give this one a loss. No, we have the Cowboys number. All right. We're we're going to win this one. Absolutely. Again, I hope you're right. Yeah. <laughs> no question. Week 16 versus the 49ers. We are going to wrap up the season with a win against the uh, 49ers. I'm putting this one down as a loss. Oh, shut up. Only because we're going to pretty much have the division wrapped up by this point. And so we're going to start resting some players. And the 49ers, Garoppolo, will be back from whatever injury he incurs <laughs> during the season. And uh, um, they'll be they'll be fighting to prove something. And uh, they'll just want it more than we do. So you're saying that uh, Jared or uh, Blake Bortles and uh, you know our yep. third string uh, running back uh, Daryl Henderson can't yep. can't muster- handle oh come on Garoppolo and whoever <laughs> else is up there. <laughs> this is going to be a win for the Rams. Yeah. Also, I'm gonna we're going to finish uh, strong. I'm going to need uh, George Kittle to to go off in that game because oh. I have him on my fantasy team. <laughs> Although who knows if I'll have him by then because uh, <laughs> I'm surprised you still me, have him I'll, on the team. Trade him away. <laughs> And our final game, Week 17 versus the Arizona Cardinals. There, do we even need to mention it? Of course, no. that's a win. Of course, yeah. There's, there's no way. Even, even if it's Bortles, even if it's our third string quarterback, third stringers, just throw him in. Yeah. We got the we win. We let Johnny Hecker play quarterback uh, that game. Oh, he could. Yeah, he's our emergency QB. So absolutely, <laughs> we still got it. Heck yeah! So wait, so what did you end up with? Was that eleven and five? Yes. For you? I got 11 and 5. I got 12 and 4. 12 and 4? Okay. Unless, well. of course, they beat the Saints, in which case it's 16, 16 and 0. 16 and 0 
if they beat the Saints. Yeah. I'm still going to stick with 11 and 5. Again, you know, 11 and 5, 12 and 4, they're both great we're records. Still winning the division. They're still, still winning our division. The playoffs. Yeah. Uh, so last season we went what? 13 and 3. 13 and 3. Mm-hmm. So we both have them a little step back. I don't think it's necessarily because the team is any worse. It's just because we've got a target painted on our back in every single game. Yes, yes. So they know our, well, they think they know our strategy, yes. but they don't. Nope. No, they do not. Any bold predictions for the season, Mr. Basa? Bold predictions. Well, um, I do have a few. Okay. Um, let's uh, going to say um, Aaron Donald. You know, he's had uh, his uh, defensive player of the year in 2017. Yes. He's had defensive player in 2018. Oh, yes. Guess what's going to happen in 2019? Oh. For three consecutive years in a row. The trifecta. Yes. Aaron Donald will once again have the defensive player of the year. I love it. I love it. And no reason to think otherwise. The guy is just a beast. Yes, yes. And uh, yeah, I agree. He will continue doing Aaron Donald things. That's really not that bold. <laughs> I you know. Have something bolder for me? Well, um, did you mention that you have uh, Goff? As your uh, quarterback, I did in your fantasy the only, league. The only Ram that I got on my team, I was hoping to get uh, Brandon Cooks because uh, I'm I'm expecting some big things out of him this oh, season. Oh, really? Or or even Cooper Cup. I would have loved both of them, but uh, I missed out on both of those guys. But ended up with uh, Jared Goff as my quarterback, okay. which I'm excited about. I All think right, that's a good one. Then my uh, prediction for you, at least uh, the good part of it, is that uh, Jared Goff will throw 38-plus touchdowns. Excellent! In 2019. I think last year he threw 33. Oh, I love it. With that in mind, I think he's going to throw fewer yardage, though. Okay. So uh, you're you're picking up some uh, points for you at least for the number of touchdowns, according to my prediction. But however, overall, I think he's going to throw... Less, less the yardage. Okay, Are we so, gonna run more. I don't. Is there see, just not gonna be as much offense? I I think they're gonna be majority of the shorter passes. Okay. So um, you with know, Cooper Cup back. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have Cooper Cup? No. Okay. I, I then wish yes. I did, but yeah, because <laughs> I gotta play against you every now and then. That's so. right. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. I'll take it. Yeah. Good. Okay. Um, other than that, um, I, I think, uh, I'm going to say that, uh, Todd Gurley, I, I really don't want to say it just because this, this off season, it's kind of been a mystery on what's really going on. It has, and we haven't talked about that. Yeah. So Todd Gurley. I mean, honestly, I don't know really what to make of it. They, they say he's healthy. Uh, they had a plan for him to come back into the team He's supposed to reduce his weight a little bit, get some pressure off of his knee. Um, and um, I would say he's probably going to rush less than 1,000 yards. Yeah. I know last season, he, I think he was up there with 1,200 yards or so. Uh, I, I hope that's true. I, I hope that's true. Yeah. And even even if you had him, or I know somebody else in our in our league has him, because I don't. I don't have any Rams player, unfortunately. None? None. None. What the heck? I know, I know. I should uh, shoot myself for that oh, one. Oh, you should. But, uh, yeah, yeah, I think he's going to take a step back as far as for total yardage. Yeah, they're, they're probably going to, 
you know, maybe do some uh, two backs, maybe three backs every now I, and then. I hope they do. We need to we need to pace ourselves. Yeah, with Todd Gurley and Sean McVay. That that's not his system. He very rarely has two backs during yeah. any any series or any play. And I, I want to say last season he probably got away with it six times or so. Mm-hmm. I think you're going to see two back, three back formations on the Rams uh, much more this season than last season. Yeah. Well, if anybody can adapt, it's baby Belichick. Yeah. Mr. Sean McVay. That's right. That's right. Oh, yes. <laughs> well, I like those bold predictions. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah. Sounds real good. Ah, gosh dang it. That's good to have our Rams back. Yes. Yes. It's just good to have football back. Uh-huh. Indeed. Uh, any other uh, takeaways before we get out of here? Um, we drafted our fantasy team the other night. How do you feel about your team? Um, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I felt confident looking at my team when I drafted it, and I haven't really gone back and kind of analyzed it a little yeah. bit. I got the grade. Through. What grade did you get? I got a B plus. Okay. Which I know you got is an A. You got an A. <laughs> You're an I'm, overachiever. I'm, I'm predicted to go 15 and one, or no, 16 and one. <laughs> Which, which is a curse, though, because you know once they oh, once it's they never say that, accurate. It's, it's never, never accurate. It's it's based. I told my wife who was kind of following along as we're drafted, and I told her I said, "Yeah, we got the best grade. We we go. Uh, we're gonna oh, go it's we. sixteen and one." Yeah, I told her we <laughs> had her feel included, and uh, uh, she she pretended to be interested. I feel like. She knew it's a big deal to me, but yeah. uh, I was like, this is based completely off of speculation and opinion. It it really <laughs> means nothing, but it feels kind of good, and we'll rub it into the other guys. Yeah. You know, I, I my approach this season, I, I kind of did a different approach that I normally do. Mm-hmm. I, I wanted to stock up on a few key positions and hoping, because I have a feeling that this rookie class throughout the 2019 season was very good yeah. all around so i picked up a lot of players who i thought could have that potential in hopes that down the road when there are other managers who need a player whether it's a wide receiver or a running back that i've kind of stashed them all yeah this entire season so uh jeff i know you haven't hit me up yet and uh <laughs> <laughs> you want to go ahead and formulate a trade i let yeah. me know if you need a running back or a wide receiver i'll do it i have I no rams players it. to share with you unfortunately but uh Good, I have some others I can possibly give you. Good to know. Good to know. Ah, I'm excited. And and for all of you out there playing fantasy football, can I give a one piece of advice? You need to institute a penalty for the last uh, place. Yes. Team. Yes. We do it every year. This year's penalty we decided is the loser has to do 3 minutes of stand-up comedy at an open mic night. <laughs> And uh, I got to be honest, I hope you lose so bad. See, I know that you personally, you have been really hoping that I lose. Every year I hope you at lose. At least one of these seasons. I feel like you you get embarrassed. <laughs> I, 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 I honestly would be embarrassed. It would be a struggle for me to go ahead and, you know... But not only do we have to do the three minutes of stand-up comedy, I think we yeah. need to dress so, up. Right. So we got to go to Goodwill and you guys the, pick up yeah, our outfits. We we did this one once before, but it was just to a bar. So we start the night at Goodwill or a thrift store, and the rest of the league gets to choose the loser's outfit. 
and they have to buy it with their own money up to $40, which $40 at Goodwill. You're living good. Oh, yeah. And uh, and then has to wear that outfit on stage and perform at an open mic night. Oh, that's, that's, that's that going to be good horrible. Penalty. I've, but this is this penalty is too easy for you. You've done stand-up comedy. You've, you've yeah, attempted the, to, not necessarily dressed as whatever right. of and, choosing. And that's, and that's the part that, that makes it embarrassing because anything anything goes. I mean, yeah. who knows what the, the loser would get dressed in. I mean, it's not going to be me, <laughs> let's be honest. But... Uh, I mean, it could be actually. It I could be. I yeah. shouldn't jinx oh. it because I was so you close just last did. year. You last just year, did. I was uh, I I was in the last place match, which we affectionately refer to as the Gallo Bowl. The Gallo Bowl, yeah. But uh, yeah, I was in the last place match, but pulled it out and won. Thank mm. God. But uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I think this is a good one. I don't want to do it. You you want to pick for for you out there. You want to pick a penalty that you don't want to do. But you're willing to risk the chance that your buddies would have to do it. Yeah. Because think about it. Like if you're in a 12-team league, it's a one in 12 shot that you're going to have to do. Yeah. It. Yeah. Like what are the chances? Oh my god. It's worth it. I, oh, Darren, I hope you lose. Well, Sorry, buddy. In our league, you know what? I hope it, those rookies you picked completely don't pan out. If you're not last, you're first in our league. <laughs> That's that is true. <laughs> that is true. Oh. Don't be last. Yeah. If it, and that's the other benefit of having the penalty is you can't fall asleep behind the wheel, even if yeah. you're out of it. Like, you know, a lot of teams will will you take their foot off the gas because they know they're not making the playoffs. You can't do that when there's a penalty because you do not want to lose. Oh, yeah. You know, all of our managers, they, they aggressively watch that waiver wire, wire and they make sure they get their uh, picks in because yeah. come what, Tuesday, Wednesday morning, uh, and they have to wake up that following day. What are they doing? They're checking their phone to make sure they got their player. Heck yeah. Oh, I missed it so much. It's back. So happy it's Rams back. Rams football is back this Indeed. Sunday, guys. Indeed. Awesome. Well, we're out of here. That wraps up the preseason show for the Rams house. We'll be back every week this season recapping games and looking ahead at the following week's game just like we do. We've done this, what, is this our third season? Third season, yeah. Yeah. Let's keep it going. You can follow us on Twitter and get all uh, updates throughout the course of the week at the Rams house. Darren manages that and does a bang-up job. Eh, I try to. Well, good. No, you, If not, you I'll, do. You I'll do. give my phone try. to my daughter who, you know, retweets every now and then. You know, <laughs> you know kick her five, ten bucks. I feel like she'd probably do a bang-up job. Yeah, I need yeah. some of that Jared Goff money. <laughs> <laughs> right. Also... If you like uh, talking sports, entertainment, and pop culture, check out the Guys in Shorts show. We, uh, we've kind of changed things since last season, whereas we just focused on L.A. sports. Now, Guys in Shorts is uh, kind of branched out and talking about everything. Pop culture. Pop culture. Cars. Entertainment, movies, cars. Yeah. All, all that stuff. We, we decided during the middle of summer when there's nothing but baseball going on, we need more to talk about than just sports. Just sports, yeah. So... Yeah, check it out. I think you will be pleased. And that is it for us. Darren Besa, I'm Jeff Wilson. Whose house? Rams house!